Welcome to Designer Discussions with Jason, Miriam, and Maria. Today, we're going to be talking about the ultimate way to be know, like, and trust in this industry. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. We like to talk a lot about social proof and ways that you can integrate social proof into your business. But I think today we should talk about what you miss out on when you don't have any social proof. And I think we should talk a little bit about the reality of how business is working today. I recently went to a marketing conference and at the conference, they said that 57% of your client's due diligence is happening before they ever speak to you. So you have to understand that your client is actively resourcing and researching what they are wanting to um, do for their project, who they're wanting to work with and why they want to work with that person. So what we're going to talk about is with social proof is some of the things that we've talked about in some past episodes, and we can give you some references to those episodes to look at them. But what we want to talk about is you just picture this. You are going on vacation with your family. You've just driven into a new town. You're going to be there for a couple of days. And this is this quaint, cozy space. It's got this beautiful little bakery downtown. And when you've driven down the main street that morning, you notice there's a line standing out the door. And you are like, what is this place? Why would people stand in line first thing in the morning and be coming out the door of a bakery each day? And that's probably the first place that you put on your list of things you want to do tomorrow morning. So we are natures of habit and we want to move towards what is safe and we move away from things that are not. And what we do when we create social proof is that we show that there is not just one or two people who are comfortable with us, but there is a group of people who are comfortable with us and it helps other people to feel more comfortable with us. So some of the things that we have talked about in the past is testimonials are super important. If you don't have a testimonial on your website, you're missing out. And if you really want to up-level your business, as Jason says, is get a video testimonial on your website of your client talking about your space. I've seen people ask about Facebook ads and what they should run for their Facebook ad. And I was like, if you don't have a video of your client in their beautiful space saying that you're the best designer in the whole entire world, save your money. Because there is no faster way to create no like and trust than by having a credible source state that you are qualified, good, and do great work, right? So here on Designer Discussions, we talk about marketing and we talk about PR, but ultimately what we are teaching and showing people for their business is how do you use these tools to help curate your clientele and get more clients and better clients, the ones that you really want. So here are some small tips and tricks that can be used that you could apply to your business today that might help you with creating social proof. And what they like to call this in some environments is herding. How do you herd the humans to you, right? So one of the things you can do is it's your social media following. If you don't have a high social media following because 
you know, that's not going to make you money, your clients or your uh, money makers. It's your video testimonials. It's your written testimonials. And it's also opportunities to get the PR that you need. Miriam, can you tell us a little bit about what you can do with some really good PR for a design business? Well, I could talk about this for days, obviously, but I think to me, really getting published is the ultimate social proof. And part of why it is so important is that where your social proof comes from is critically important, right? So you can get, um, maybe somebody else writes about you on social media, but it's nobody, or like in the worst case, it might be even somebody who's not very well regarded, um, somewhat controversial or whatever. So that is social proof, but it's not necessarily helping establish the position that you're looking for with your business, which is most likely you want to move up in the market. You want to get some of those high-end clients, those luxury projects, you know, so you can have a better business than you have now. And getting PR, it's we call it um, typically in the PR in PR speak, we don't call it social proof, but we call it third party credibility. And it is so important that it comes from a credible source. And media outlets are the most reputable, most um, credible sources out there, especially on the internet. And and Jason can attest to this. It's also critically important for SEO. So if you can get a, an authentic earned mention in a renowned media outlet, that is the ultimate social proof. And that and if you use that in your marketing to elevate and build your business to be better, it'll help you attract better clients. It'll help you be able to charge higher rates. It'll improve your work-life balance because you're going to be able to hire somebody else to help you, or you know, you have fewer but better projects. It really is one of the very critical ways a designer can up-level their business. Jason, what are some ways in marketing that you see people using social proof to help build no like and trust for their businesses? I see this happen all the time. Really, when you're talking about going after the higher end clients, you need to have that because the more money a client spends, they're going to want to have the social proof that they're working with the right designer. You have to be able to differentiate yourself from all the other designers out there. And social proof is one of the best ways that you can do that. I always tell our clients one of the best times to get testimonials from your clients is when you have the big reveal or when the project ends because they're at their happiest. Even if you've been working with them throughout the process and you do not have the big reveal, at the end of the process, they're happy because they're happy to have you know all, all of the contractors out of their house. <laughs> they're happy to have their house back. So that is the best time, honestly, to get a testimonial. And if you can get, as you had said, Maria, a video testimonial, that's ideal because that's one of the best ways to have no like and trust because they can see you. They can hear the client talking about who you are, what you did for them. They can hear the tone and how it comes across. And that just helps. 
So some other things that you can do if you're looking for some grassroots solutions is to um, ask for reviews from your clients, respond to the reviews in your voice. Even if you have a negative review, if you respond in your own voice, that's going to be evidence of how you react to someone when there's like a a negative experience. Um, Another thing I find super interesting as I've been doing research on this topic is that some businesses, especially ones that are hourly, will use an average rate. They'll say, my clients, instead of saying the hourly rate, they'll say, on average, my clients spend this much per month. Or on average, my client's budget is typically this much. This is, again, this is saying there's a line standing outside of this bakery, and this bakery is my business, and I have people waiting waiting for my service. And this is what other people are paying for it. So you, you want to start looking at how you can change some wording to help express your most popular service, right? You know, when you're talking to someone and you're saying, I would love to work with you like that, but our most popular service is to provide, you know, full service. Um, yes, I understand that you just want to have a couple of things done here or there, but right now we're currently just providing our most popular service. We have the most happy clients. We have, you know, um, our best reviews come from this style of project. And so this is the service that we're providing. So you can start using those types of words. Those are little nudges that you can include in either your social media or on your website. And I also recommend if you're in your social media and you have a wait list or people are calling you and you've had a bunch of requests this week uh, for work and that you're interviewing and picking certain clients that you really mesh well well with to talk about that. Honestly, saying you're super high demand in your social media will help people to understand and value you more. And so if you can take these opportunities and try to build your social proof, if you have 57% of the due diligence of anyone who's going to hire you have before they ever call your office, this is a great opportunity for you to start to build in a way that your business will support you over a longer period of time. So my thought would be, if you get a chance, connect with Miriam and start looking at her Get Ink DIY program. She has just a very simple service that you can sign up for that will allow you to learn how to do your own press. You could even have someone in your office trained to do your own PR, and that's a lot less expensive service than what we've had in the past. The second thing is to check in with Jason and see if you can get a website review, see if there's any feedback that he might be able to give you on how you can improve things and also maybe work a little bit on getting those online reviews because that will ultimately help your SEO in the long run. But more importantly, guys, if you like this podcast, if you feel like it's helpful, if you want us to keep building on these business points to help the interior design industry work smarter and not harder, please recommend us to your designer friends. Leave us reviews. If you want, please feel free to leave a comment or a question. We will answer those questions in future upcoming episodes. We want to hear from you just as much as you are wanting to subscribe to us and keep listening to the content that we're putting together. So thank you for listening to Designer Discussions. We're looking forward to talking with you again next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening. <laughs>